views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. It is so good to connect with all of you. I'm Dr. Pat. You're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. And I am introducing today a beautiful new segment, amazing new segment, Life Coaching Radio with my guest, my colleague, my co-host, Deb Stetzer. Dream it, live it, be it. Life Coaching Radio. It's so great. And, you know, I always think about, you know, what happens when somebody sort of, you know, has a debut of what they're doing in life and what they're passionate about. And I want to say that, uh, you know, this show today, uh, Deb is not holding back. Mr. Benny, how the heck are you? How are you? Be good. Be good. Yeah. I love, love, love doing what I do and connecting with all of you. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about what we're creating. As a matter of fact, it is just, you know, inviting and announcing and welcoming Deb Stetzer to the forefront of the network. For those of you out there, let me tell you about Deb. But before I even do, this is going to tell you about Deb. You ready, Benny? You ready? Today's show title is called The Invisible Scars of Narcissistic Abuse. Now, what does this say about someone that comes out of the gate first time doing a show and takes on a topic like this? I will tell you that what it says to me is that Deb is passionate, purposeful, and and committed to healing. And this is one of the most misunderstood and relative topic of our time. Deb Stetzer joining me here today is someone that knows what it means to live the life you dream of. But wait a minute, wait a minute, live the life you dream of. But what happens if you are in a relationship that doesn't work out? What happens if you're in a job with somebody that's not working out? What is it that we can know from Deb's journey and the work she does with with countless people? And so she takes on some of the most challenging areas of change. And guess what? The topic for today kind of says that, says it all. Whether she's coaching adults or teens in relationships, career, finance, health and fitness, doesn't matter. Wellness and nutrition, which we're going to hear a lot about in in this amazing radio series with her but her passion really is beyond the beyond it is really to witness each of her clients as they realize their own strength 
and empowerment and then transition to truly become masters of their destiny. So if you really are ready and you desire changes but seem to be stuck in a rut, as Linda said to me and says to me many times, when I get stuck, you're floundering. Deb has the tools and the experience to help you turn your dreams into realities. Today's show, today's show, folks, this is seriously important. So Deb and I are going to take on and explore narcissistic relationships and the abuse that occurs with them. We're going to talk about what some of the traits are, some of the behaviors, and Deb has outlined the three stages of relationships as well as talk about the hidden abuse and what happens with people that are subjected to this form of abuse. They are silent, they are invisible, and they are stumped as to how to change their lives. But if you're working with Deb, she knows this, she knows how to help you. And she knows how to, how to help you take control of this abuse and reclaim your life. Damaged no more. Deb, it's great to have you here. Oh, my gosh. You do not fool around, do you? Thanks so much for having me, Pat. No, let's get to work and let's get busy on this subject. I don't fool around. I take no prisoners. <laughs> well, let's talk about this idea. Where's the confusion with narcissism? You and I had a chit-chat about that. Where's the confusion? Because somebody came out in the APA and say, oh, I think we should not have narcissistic personality disorder as a category anymore because, you know what, the majority of the people are narcissistic. And right away, I've, I shot off an email and said, oh, wait. You know, you guys are totally confused. You know, in my profession, you guys are so confused. Can you help us understand this? Well, I think everybody, well, they say everybody has some narcissistic traits in them, tendencies. Maybe you don't like to go out without makeup on. So is that narcissistic? Yes, no, who knows? But I think when you're talking about it as a personality disorder or... (laughs) Maybe when it comes into play as being a chronic issue. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I mean, okay, are you talking about me? I grew up in a culture where you don't go out without makeup on. I mean, you know, seriously, think about it. I don't think Linda will go out of her house to the grocery store without makeup on because it's part of the culture. And so the question mark really becomes... You know, is that a narcissistic personality disorder or is it something else? And I think you've really come up with misconceptions about narcissism that's going to help us. Um, We have this global thing, right, Deb, that we're saying we are all narcissists because we are addicted to Facebook. Really? (sighs) No, not after today's show. Tell us about the misconceptions. Well, in a nutshell, narcissists are not just in love with themselves. They use and exploit people for their own end. Mm. And that's what the whole thing is about narcissism, narcissistic personality disorder, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. It is using other people for your own benefit, your own gain. What you see in a narcissist is a facade, mm. a surface. You dig a little bit beneath that surface and you get involved with one. They are nothing like what you see, what you know, what the public sees. Mm. So, you know, for you, as you're looking at this and, you know, we're sharing, you know, the journey right now. um, 
it's gotta it's gotta have some aha moments. I heard a statement once uh, that um, a narcissist absolutely targets people that are and I you know me I don't like categories but I'm going to use them today because this is the way that our psychology world talks about things narcissists are great at targeting codependent people now what does any of that even mean uh well isn't this Deb so that they can have a constant supply and on the one hand somebody that fits in that codependent category is all about pleasing now you have a narcissist that it doesn't matter how hard you try, you cannot please them. Isn't this paradoxical some, at some level? Exactly. And that's just exactly who they target. And they're good at targeting these people. They will take people that are typically caregiving types, empathetic types, mm-hmm. forgiving types, and they will suck you dry. Mm-hmm. And it's like you said, there is no pleasing them. Their, their mind... I guess it's their mind is like a sieve. Mm-hmm. Try to fill it up. Mm-hmm. It just drains right out as fast as you do. What are some of the, you know, labels we now see with folks, uh, at least in the psychology world, you know, uh, w- having a, what we're calling NPD, narcissistic personality disorder. In, you know, how do they show up in life? The labels? Like, you know, are they sociopaths? Are they psychopaths? What are they? Well, I think that they can be both of them depending on, you know, psychopathology is, you know, people who are violent. I think sociopathy is more more of a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Mm-hmm. Maybe psychologically mm-hmm. abusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we've got this to talk about and a lot more. Let's take a short break, everyone, Mr. Benny. I want to just tell everybody uh, we're going to give you lots of information about Life Coaching Radio with Deb Stetzer. Dream it, live it, be it. Today's show, The Invisible Scars of Narcissistic Abuse. Uh, And we are kicking this radio series off. You know, with Life Coaching Radio with Deb and with me, and we've got an exciting radio series planned for all of you to talk about some of the things that most people find it extremely difficult to talk about. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back. Holistique Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistique Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. My dream is to end homelessness. My passion is living a green life. My dream is to end poverty. My passion is volunteering. My passion is making a difference. My dream is to cure Lyme disease. My passion is rebuilding communities. My passion is helping those in need. My passion is caring for the elderly. My dream is to find a cure for cancer. My dream is to leave a better world for my children. We all have that special passion, that lifelong dream that drives us to live our lives with meaning and to create a better world. 
No matter what drives you, we can all make an impact. Dr. Pat Basile is helping others make their dreams come true so we can all help make our world a better world. To learn more about how Dr. Pat is building a community of sharing hope, strength, funds, knowledge, and information, visit abetterworldcrowdfunding.com today. That's abetterworldcrowdfunding.com. Become a self-actualized professional coach, mentor, and leader, and make your difference in the world. The Rainer Institute has trained people from four continents and is the top-rated accredited coach platform in the world. You'll learn skills from a program created by Mark Rainer as a result of 35 years of research as to what actually works for positive, lasting change. Come if you dare and give your life a chance at making the difference it so desires. Visit RainerInstitute.com to learn more. Do you want to transform your life's trauma and challenges into the gift that your life was meant to be? It's time for you to take control of your soul journey to heal, grow, and shine. Manifest your destiny with Wendy Wolf, soul transformer, energy, and psychic healer. To start your soul journey, contact Wendy at healgrowshine.com or email Wendy at wendy at wendyrwolf.com and start your adventure today. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Oh, Benny, that is so perfect. For those of you that may or may not know what that song is, that song is beautiful. That by, by Christina Aguilera won multiple, multiple, multiple awards. Uh, not only, right, Benny, for, you know, the song itself, but the video was one of the first, first videos of its kind that really came out and, you know, visually and graphically painted a picture on what happens in abuse how someone that feels uh, that has been abused feels how someone that's been on the other end of bullying discrimination feels and so you know today's show is about the invisible scars of narcissistic abuse and you know narcissistic abuse isn't the only abuse but the narcissism and narcissistic personality disorder is the topic today and what Deb does is Deb Stetzer works with people to move beyond this uh, Deb, let's take a minute and, and chat a bit about some of the misconceptions of narcissism because we throw this word around a lot these days, and I think it's really um, it's really misleading. Yeah, I actually I actually wanted to touch back on what you said about Facebook and mm-hmm. you know bringing that around to being a narcissistic type of thing, and basically narcissists don't really care about anybody else what they're doing and I don't think that they'd have any interest in seeing what your updates are or what your 
going through or, you know, sharing pictures of your dog. I think if they were going to use Facebook, it would be just to be all about them. So they don't really connect with people on that level. They mm -hmm. connect with people only as people can serve their needs. Does, does that make sense? Yeah, totally. You know, totally. I mean, it, it would almost be... Uh, it, it would almost be hard to find somebody that comes across blatantly on Facebook as being all about that uh, because it's really more subtle, isn't it? And so, you know, take us through the misconceptions. Well, uh, you know, people believe that narcissism is just merely a matter of being self-centered and kind mm -hmm. of love yourself a lot and a lot of self-confidence. And that's, <laughs> that's not even close to what it is. Mm -hmm. um, there's another misconception that true narcissists and I'm talking about the chronic ones that just abuse people and are all about themselves and you know are stepping all over everyone else to get what they need their supply that they can be rehabilitated in therapy mm -hmm. so that would be great but the problem with that is that narcissists don't think that there's anything wrong with them that needs therapy mm -hmm. Another misconception is that they don't do any damage to other people. And this is, you know, I, there's this, the, the psychological abuse that they visit on people is horrendous. Mm -hmm. And the horrible thing about it is that their victims don't even know what's going on. Yeah. It's insidious and it's subtle, but it is so harmful. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, yeah, yeah. A, there's a type of psychological abuse that they do. And I'm not sure that they understand that they're even doing it, but it's called gaslighting. And I'd like to, you know, touch on that later on. I don't know if we want to get into that right now. But um, that is just the... And you, and you don't even realize it's going on if you're a victim. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I've been, you know, and, and, and this is really what we're finding out now, is there are a lot of folks that are looking at, you know, health and wellness. And, you know, there's a difference between throwing the term narcissist around and narcissistic personality disorder for those of you out there. So let's just break it down for a minute. You know, NPD is classified and considered a mental illness. You know, people with this tend to be, uh, let's just talk about it, attention-seeking. They definitely feel superior. They see themselves as antagonists. You know, they're constantly argumentative uh, and seeming at odds. But the, the really, you know, key thing about this is what you said, and that is sometimes, you know, this level of, uh, of conflict doesn't show up violently. So it's really tricky for people, um, you know, they, and we can go on lacking empathy, understanding, lacking kindness, but yet at the same time, right, Deb, they can show up as very socially, uh, you know, well-tuned social machine. You know, this is really kind of the deal, but yet their moves have to do with manipulation of others, Right. Oh, and, absolutely. Right. And that's different than throwing the term narcissist around, right? Right. And it's really different. It's a different term. You know, a narcissist is maybe somebody that, you know, you think just cares for themselves only, admires themselves. So this has really been the confusion, hasn't it, for people? 
It has. You know, when I think of narcissism, we chatted about this a little bit, too, was the mm -hmm. song by Carly Simon, You're So Vain. And yeah. Of course, I'm really dating myself now when I bring up that <laughs> song. But, you know, it was a guy that just had everything going on for himself and was busy checking out who was looking at him and wanting to be the center of attention and things like that. And, it, you know, that's mostly a benign, a benign thing, wanting to be mm -hmm. noticed. But the NPD, the personality disorder, just goes so much beyond that. And, it, and it's not even about being noticed. It's just about using people and, um, you know, they're in their own world. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Well, let's talk about the origin of the term. I mean, first of all, it's Greek and, you know, and it's a myth. And in the myth, there's this handsome, you know, like really, uh, I can you, I could just imagine what this hunter looks like, right? This handsome guy, hunter guy, falls in love with his own reflection. Of course he does. Of course he does. And as a result, he stared at, it, at this reflection until he died. And this is the references that we have to this myth, and we have references in our pop culture everywhere. Uh, and so, you know, even to this day, the term narcissist reflects somebody who seems to be infatuated or in love with themselves. And this is kind of tricky for people, isn't it? Sometimes we kind of confuse this with confidence. Right. Somebody that's confident. <laughs> And the thing with narcissistic personality disorder is their, I'm going to call it their reflection of themselves is a false, a false person. Mm -hmm. They see is not even what they are. Yeah. And that's yeah. what they perpetuate to other people, except for the people that are close to them. Those are the ones that see what they're really like. Yeah. And, you know, there's this idea that people with NPD can actually be rehabilitated in therapy. I mean, I think that's something that, you, you know, is fascinating to even look at. While this is not, you know, neither one of us are going to step up and say, oh, yeah, we're going to give you the, the lay of the land in clinical psychology. But there's a belief that they can be rehabilitated in therapy. Uh, and that is so counter, right, to how they show up. Well, well, there's sure. something equally important. Therapy looking. Right, right. Sending their best self. Yes. <laughs> they're going to go in and they're going to dupe their therapist because if yeah. they don't want the therapists to think there's anything wrong with them, they've got it all going on and all put together. Do narcissists believe that they actually hurt people? No. Mm -hmm. I think they feel that they um, are doing their best and they're. <laughs> what I find really funny and not funny haha -ha, but just odd is the things that narcissists do to people they will transfer their damage that they're doing to other people onto their victims and say that that's what the victims are doing back to them does that make sense well of course it does because you know part, one of the characteristics is that they don't react well to criticism or critique at all right right i right. mean can you imagine you know someone that's actually in this category of narcissistic personality disorder and you sit down and you try to have a chat with them about you know whether or not they've actually hurt somebody or have done something like that mm -hmm. and that's you know they, they don't react well to criticism no, of they any don't. kind no they have to be in control and on top of things all the times and if you're criticizing them they're not in control Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, a part of this, too, is looking at the, the folks that are affected by, you know, the abuse, right? 
And the idea that comes up so many times is, wait a minute, if this is going on in your life, why don't you just leave? See, it's really different, isn't it, Deb, than being in a relationship where you show up at work and you have two black eyes and, you know, a scar across your face. Right. Um, And that is like, wait a minute, we're going to do something now. But these are invisible scars, aren't they? They really are, Pat. And there's, you know, I'm not even sure. It takes a long time for a victim to even realize what's going on. And usually it's, I think it's precipitated by some major event before they finally sit down and say, this is not right. I think that the victims often have a feeling that it's something's not right with the relationship, but they can't put their finger on what it is. Mm. You know, we're going to take a look at this in depth, but let's talk a little bit, if we could, about what folks can do to identify the issue. Um, you and I, You've just mentioned something that, you know, one of the characteristics is that they have, you know, seemingly low self-esteem. Uh, and, and yet at the same time, that's not how they come off. But the other thing, uh, too, is that... Um, Masters at manipulation, aren't they? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think a, a lot of times what... I think for me the most telling thing is when you catch them in inconsistencies and in things that they say. Mm-hmm. Things that they say they're going to do and they don't do. But they're really good at covering it up. Mm. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Something that's over-promising things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And almost maybe too good to be true and what they can do and what they can help you with and what they what they can offer you yeah wow well you know folks this is um you know this is someone or an individual that doesn't necessarily do this all alone they enter into relationships whether they're work relationships whether they're love relationships so what we're going to do is we're going to take a short break and we come back deb's going to walk us through the relationship phases just so you know what they are uh, and what to look out for and what some of the outcomes are Uh, if you want to find out more about Deb go to mylifecoach.us mylifecoach.us when we come back we're going to talk about these phases and we're going to talk about what Deb is doing to help all of us understand this more and get some help stay tuned we'll be right back Summer. What? Did you just keep on playing Summertime Sadness? After you go to the bathroom, can we go smoke a cigarette? I really need one. But first, let me take a selfie. Are you ready for a radical shift in your way of being? Are you seeking a more deeply connected and fulfilling life? Awakened Living Radio is a show dedicated to helping you embrace a life filled with profound peace, connection, and happiness. TJ Woodward is passionate about helping you find your clarity, balance, and purpose. Join co-host TJ Woodward and Dr. Pat Basile on the first Monday of every month at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for Awakened Living Radio on TransformationTalkRadio.com. We Carry the Light with host Dr. Susan Allison is the show that inspires you to find the light within and shine your light in the world. You'll hear from guests who model how to be the highest, 
brightest, most evolved, fulfilled, and conscious humans possible. Tune in each Thursday, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, on TransformationTalkRadio.com and let Dr. Susan help you discover that you carry the unique light that only you can shine. Clairvoyance, a gift few have, and even fewer match the powers of one of America's best. Dr. Linda Salvin. Dr. Linda's uncanny ability drills to the core of your issues to bring you quick and accurate answers and predictions. In more than two decades, Dr. Linda has helped over 75,000 people on national radio, by phone, in person. When you need answers, Dr. Linda makes it clear. Book your time with this legendary seer now. Click on lindasalvin.com or call 888-509-1077. Calling all dreamers. Are you living your dream life? Actualize your possibilities with Life Coaching Radio and your host, Deb Stetzer. If you're feeling stuck in a rut, Deb is here to help you turn your dreams into a reality. Life Coaching Radio. Dream it, live it, be it. To learn more about Deb, visit www.mylifecoach.us. If you're one of the millions of Americans suffering from anxiety, you probably know how powerless and out of control this emotion can make you feel. This is why it is so important to remember that anxiety is created by your mind, which means that you can learn to use your mind to uncreate it. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. My award-winning book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution, provides you with a step-by-step breakthrough process to understand and resolve the root causes of your anxiety and build a solid foundation of confidence and inner peace. If you're ready to take your power back, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. That's thefearandanxietysolution.com or call 866-903-6463. That's 866-903-MIND. I only got 10 likes in the last 5 minutes. Do you think I should take it down? Let me take another selfie. Ah, oh, this is so good. Benny! I'm sorry, what, I, was taking, I was taking a selfie. What, did you ask for something? I'm sorry. That's what? so funny. That's <laughs> funny. Yeah, yeah. Right? They, they cannot even get me to take pictures of myself. That that is like they're like oh dude you got to have some updated pictures. I've I'm noticed like, it so often though. Even just walking down the street, people will just they're not even okay. First of all, their heads not even up to look at oh, you. Oh, don't even get me started on that. No, I know, but then then they're taking pictures of themselves while they're walking. I'm like, really? Oh my God. Like, what's I going mean, on with the world today? Gosh, I'm telling you, I almost crushed this this woman walking across the street with the phone and the thing going on and it's like dude you just are walking against the light i mean i have the green life are you like this is like a death wish so i know a few years ago statistically rates of like smaller injury reports at hospitals have uh, gone up or on the rise like twisted ankles and so forth for this very reason yeah i'm gonna do a whole show on this but you know because that is so like another topic here but it is related to this you know, it's not really how self-absorbed we are, Deb, right? You know, what goes on is this has now become a way of life. And I'll tell you, Benny, you know, you guys listening to the show, right? I mean, I watched a woman walk across the street with her phone, right? 
and trip on the curb and fall down. And you'd think that people were going to help her get up. And these people were like, dude, that's what you get for walking with your phone. And oh, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know, like, what is going on here? But that's why we got Deb Stetzer in the house. Deb's joining us here today, taking on a very difficult to uh, topic. One that she and I are quite familiar with. Not saying that we've had any of this experience with this in our lives, but we have learned a ton. And I want to just say before we go into the phases, right, Deb has done something super cool for you guys. If you go to her website, and I'm going to tell you what it is, again, mylifecoach.us, she has done something incredible. Go to her radio page, right? This is like super cool. She has written just for this show and this topic four downloads on the page what is narcissism relationship phases invisible scars and reclaiming a life not only did she prepare for this show but beyond preparing for the show she's going to give you some tools why because she's coach deb that's why and this is life coaching uh and something that she's passionate about oh this is so exciting all right it's all you now. It's all you. Tell us about these phases. I've never heard of these before. Okay. The narcissists typically yeah. take you through three phases when, they're, when you're involved with them. So the very first phase is called the idealization phase. And this is where the, the narcissist is going to put on their best, their best face to you. They are going to be charming and articulate and fun and full of flattery and attention for you you're the the sun is going to rise and set on you mm. yeah so this is where where they can't get enough of you mm -hmm. where you're so important to them that you know you're you're every, you're they're every waking moment yeah and a lot of times this is referred to as um love bombing where mm -hmm. attention is so intense, they're so focused on you, and you know, you think you've hit the jackpot. Cause Boom! You, it's very convincing, very really? convincing, right? The well, yes, yeah. I mean, if you wanted to, you know, order this person into your life, you know, <laughs> say what kind of person you wanted as a mate and a soulmate and a spouse, whatever, this would be it. Oh, it's this, um, this phase of the relationship comes with where they share a, an awful lot about them very early on where they're giving you you know we call it TMI too much information mm -hmm. and uh, a lot of times they have things that have gone wrong in their childhood you know maybe abuse or some other horrible thing that's happened to them and you look at them and you think considering where they've come from wow they've really overcome it well Wow. Is that the truth, though? I mean, let's talk truth. That's actually not the truth, really. Well, I, it, they haven't overcome it, it, have they? They're just acting it out now. Honestly, I'm not so sure that what they tell you has been their background is actually that, but who mm -hmm. knows? Mm -hmm. And have they overcome it? No, <laughs> certainly <laughs> not. So they like to look at people who are empathetic and sit there and feel sorry for them. Mm. And sort of admire them that they've overcome this, you know, this horrible life. And once they hook you, you move on to the next phase. 
which is called the devaluation phase. Uh-huh. It's, it's probably that's a strong the, word. The most confusing part of the relationship. That's a confusing word because on one hand, what I hear you saying is they're gonna pump, they're gonna pump me up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, You're gonna mm-hmm. pump me up, and now what? Now I'm entering into the devaluation page. So do I even see that coming? No, they've pumped you up, they've hooked you, and they've reeled you in. Mm. Now that they've gotten you, now that you're engaged in this relationship with them, they don't have to make an effort anymore mm. to attract you, to get you to pay attention to them. You're, you're, why is that? Why, why is that? I mean, why, why don't they have to pay attention to me anymore? I mean, because that's now we're into the crazy-making phase. No, I know that's not a phase. But now we're kind of into the crazy-making phase, right? This is just how they roll. Mm, that's how they roll. <laughs> it's blowing hot and cold. Once they've got you and they know they've got you, you know, they know that you care about them and you've fallen in love with them and you're invested in them. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the same can't be true for them. You're just something that they're using. Wow. So with the devaluation phase, now all of a sudden they don't really have that much time for you. They don't really care what's going on with you. They don't care if you're happy or you're sad. It's just not a big deal to them anymore. Mm. And, um, you know, there's, and, and a lot of times, probably not a lot of times, probably all of the time, this is where they start becoming um, less, less in tune to your feelings. They'll say and do things to you that'll be hurtful and unkind. And if you make an issue of it with them, they'll tell you, oh, well, I was just kidding, or you're too sensitive, or you took that the wrong way. Uh-huh. So while they're not trying anymore to, you know, make you feel special or anything, they'll uh they'll dismiss anything that you feel that's uh oh, what's what's the word I'm trying to use that that calls into calls into play how they're actually treating you. They'll just say no, that's not what's going on. You're right. You're, right. You know, they'll they'll make you think that you're you're living in an alternate reality. That's what yeah, they'll yeah. do. Well, it's, it's crazy making. It is. You know, it what is. it really is. I mean, that's like what we're talking about. It's like, you know, uh, it's, it's the old, what I like to talk about, it's the old idea of, you know, uh, come here, go away. Come here, go away. Come here, go away. Exactly. And, you know, for many people, um, that is crazy making. We all know that that's crazy making, you know, in the world. And you, we have to really look at that and, and, and think that, well, maybe if I was just better, maybe if I just got better, maybe mm-hmm. if I could just do more, but isn't that the dance that happens? You know, can't I just do more? And what does more look like, right, in the scheme of things? Right. You know, what does more look like? Think to the victim because all of a sudden mm-hmm. you can't do anything right. Mm. All the things that you did that they found, you know, admirable about you or, you know, was endeared you to them, now doesn't matter. Right. So if the victims kind of start to pull away, mm-hmm. maybe consider leaving the relationship, especially if you haven't been in it for a long time. Mm-hmm. The narcissist will often resort to going back to that idealization stage. They'll mm-hmm. start hurting you again and wooing you again and... and 
telling you how wonderful you are and how much they love you and care about you and how great you are. Mm. How much they appreciate you. So what, what phase is this then? This can still be in the devaluation phase. Okay. It's when they feel like they're losing their grasp on you. If you get to the point where you say, look, I'm not going to do this. I'm, I'm done. Mm-hmm. They'll start trying to reel you back in again by being nice to you and kind and thoughtful and all the things they were when you first met them. So, you know, depending on how long you put up with this, if you still right. stick in it and you don't leave, you right. probably will end up in a discard phase where the narcissist has gone on and found somebody else. Mm-hmm. And so while they're busy idealizing that other person. Right, right. <laughs> are getting shoved on the side and treated probably the worst that you're ever going to be treated in this this relationship. They're going to be just full of disdain for you. There is nothing you can say, nothing you can do, nothing they want with you. Right. They also, a lot of times when, when you're in this discard phase, a lot of times what they'll do is when they're looking for other people to fill their narcissistic supply to replace you, Yeah. start doing smear campaigns, telling people how awful you are. Or, you know, and it's not just the kind of thing, well, we don't love each other anymore and we need to go our separate ways. They will pull out the stops with some pretty amazing stories about what a horrible person you are. So wow. they smear campaigns. Mm-hmm. So what are, what, what are people to do here? I mean, you know, this is what we'll talk about when we come back. What are people to do? What are the steps? And, you know, what can people do? And if we know what to do, are we actually able to do it? Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with the show. We're talking about narcissism, what it is, what it isn't, and what to do about it with Deb Stetzer. We'll be right back. Chris Stainis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com. What if there was no right or wrong way to be a great parent? Join Access Consciousness Facilitator Glenna Rice as she and Dr. Pat invite you to be the questionable parents you truly are and empower you to know and give the awareness required to create ease and joy with your children. Join Dr. Pat and Glenna as they focus on parenting for the modern family. Tune in every month to the Dr. Pat Show on air and online at TransformationTalkRadio.com. Are you feeling broken from your relationships? Are you second-guessing yourself about friends, family, and lovers? Tune in to the hit show that's creating a buzz in the love-seeking community. Love Seeker Radio, finding love for your authentic self with renowned love coach Heather Lynn. Tired of dissatisfying relationships? Kiss them goodbye and power up your love-seeker energy. Coach Heather Lynn reminds you that you can just be you, the beautiful and perfect you. Visit heatherlynncoaching.com to learn more. In retirement, will you outlive your money? 
It's a common question for people approaching retirement, but it doesn't need to weigh on you. Ask Ameriprise Financial Advisor Jeff Packman about the new Confident Retirement Approach. You and Jeff can break down retirement planning step-by-step to get the real answers you need. Call Jeff Packman, Financial Advisor, today at 425-453-0272. Office is located at 601-108th Avenue Northeast, Suite 1800, Bellevue, Washington, 98004. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., member of FINRA and SIPC. Let the transition begin. Tune in to the hit show, Majestic Insights Radio, Success for Life's Transitions, with host Carrie Keith. Carrie is a gifted intuitive coach, healer, and teacher who will lead you through her empowering techniques of ancient wisdom and awareness so you can live your happiest, healthiest, and most vibrant life. Let Carrie teach you the tools of transformation that will help you experience success for all of life's transitions. To learn more about Carrie, visit www.majesticinsights.com. So I strike a pose and tilt my chin And hold the light to suit my skin Your favorite t-shirt on again Counting eyes, counting lies Three, two, one And I smile Hey everybody, it is so great. Welcome back everyone. Welcome back. Uh, we're talking about you know, the the invisible abuse of narcissistic personality disorder, folks that suffer through that kind of abuse. And Deb Stetzer joining me here today. And, you know, we've talked about a lot of things, Deb, and thank you for putting, you know, the PDFs, the eBooks on your website, because that's going to be helpful for people uh, to download. Uh, Can we talk a little bit now about how do we reclaim our lives? What are some of the things we can do? Well, assuming you've gotten to the point where you realize exactly what's going on with your partner, Mm -hmm. leaving is not going to be easy if you're going to continue to let the narcissist control the relationship. Uh You have to make a resolve within yourself that you are in charge from now on when you're ready to leave. Mm. And one of the most important things that people, victims need to understand is that you absolutely have to leave and have no more contact with the narcissist. Mm-hmm. Once you decide to leave and you're done with the relationship, you can't have phone calls or texting or email or any kind of contact because that's the narcissist opening. And that's the way they start trying to regain control and they're going to sit there and tell you they're sorry and you know they didn't mean to hurt you. And it's, it's just not a good idea to have any kind of contact. So you have to go no contact with them. Once you do that, I really suggest that you get someone professional to partner with you, be it life coach or a psychotherapist to help you get through this. Because there's going to be a lot of it that you're going to be confused about the relationship, what happens, how it, how it happened, you know, how you couldn't even see this coming at you. You may be in the worst place of your life as far as your self-esteem and just your own self-care and what you believe you can do. So it's really important that you get someone to partner with you. And I would really recommend that you 
find a life coach or a psychotherapist who has actual experience with a narcissist. And I don't mean on a clinical level treating them. I mean relationship-wise that's been in some sort of relationship and knows how they operate. Mm-hmm. So when you decide that you're going to leave, you have to remember that it's always on your terms from here on out. Wow. Wow. Um, of course, if you're if the narcissist is violent, you have to really be careful of yourself. That mm-hmm. doesn't that that that's not invited back in, and that's why the no contact is important. But even with a psychologically abusive narcissist, yeah, you just have to cut that off. And you can move on. You know, it's not impossible. You can. You just have to be putting yourself first and taking care of yourself. I think it's really important, especially with people that have been psychologically abused and have little self-esteem, that you find something to be successful about. Right. right. Whether it's you get into a, uh, a classes that you wanted to take, if you wanted to go back to school or, or start a job if you haven't been working or change jobs or an exercise program. Find mm-hmm. something that you can do for yourself that you can succeed in and be good at. You don't have to be the greatest at it, but you have to be able to succeed and rebuild your self-esteem and know that you can do what you want to do nobody's stopping you well i mean this is part of taking one step at a time but don't you find though in the scheme of things don't you find that this is difficult for people to do by themselves it is and that's why i recommend that you get a professional to help you to partner with you Mm -hmm. and also have a good support system of friends family people surrounding you and that's that's not always easy because a lot of times your friends and your family don't realize what you've been through right they've seen the good narcissist they've seen the facade mhm they haven't seen the ugly side that you've had to deal with right right i mean what is it that you know you now know when we're looking at people what is it that we can share with our listeners that will be helpful for them as they take a look at what to do. I know it's easy to say maintain no no contact and definitely, you know, there are some sources that people can find. Um, but this is really a difficult thing to do. Uh, and many times, you know, we don't even share this with people. You know, it becomes a dirty little secret, which is a dirty big secret, right? Right. And so, you, you know, part of this is really providing, you know, guidance and support with folks. And many times, don't you find that it's it's one of the most difficult relationships to leave, if, if not difficult, close to impossible? It is because I think that people have a really hard time understanding that a narcissist could be so uncaring and and that you really don't matter to them. Mm-hmm. Relationship didn't matter. That it was never, it was never a relationship between two people. It was just a self-serving relationship for the the narcissist. And mm-hmm. that that's a really hard thing to deal with. It's mm-hmm. a really hard thing to accept. Yeah, yeah, a really hard thing to accept. You know, on the one hand, on the other hand, we're talking about really looking at a point of survival. 
Now, you know, you put together some ebooks for people. Tell us a little bit about them and tell folks the best way to get a go ahead and get a copy of them. Well, the ebooks are just really brief um, guides to read. Mm-hmm. If you think that this could be what's going on in your life. And there's not really a way that you can diagnose a narcissist. I mean, you can take a a constellation of behaviors and traits and say, well, that's, you know, narcissistic personality disorder. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean much to the lay person, the victim that's in the relationship, whether it's a disorder or not. You just know that you're miserable and you're suffering and nothing's working. So these books are designed, these e-books are very short books to read with just an overview and some examples of what goes on in these relationships. Yeah. And they're available on my website. Mm-hmm. Uh, lifecoach.us www.mylifecoach.us on my radio page and there are free PDF downloads anybody can anybody can download them yeah and you know this is also part of the body of work that you do with folks to help them as well and let's talk a little bit about that what's the best way for people to find out more about you and how to work with you well they can visit my website again www.mylifecoach.com um, and actually, for your listeners, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give a, a discount code because I'd like to work with anybody that needs it, that's listened mm-hmm. to the show and it's resonated with them. Typically, life coaching is, to start seeing results, is a, a commitment of about three months to start with, maybe 12 sessions. We generally do uh, four sessions a month weekly. So what I'm going to do is for listeners who are interested in setting up a a primary coaching plan to start, I'm going to give a 20% discount off. And on my radio page, there is a contact form that they can contact me through. And Mm -hmm. they put in the uh, discount code is Dr. Pat 20. Cool. Get in touch with them and I will give them the information they're looking for and we can, you know, I will do an initial session with them at no charge to them just to see if we can find a way that they want to start working and where they want to go and what they want to do. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for today. Thanks. Thanks for the show and thanks for taking on a tough, tough topic. For those of you out there, it is so great to be connecting with all of you and we're going to take a short break and when we come back we're going to be talking uh, with with Richard Richard Barrett about you know what my soul told me stay tuned we'll be right back <laughs> 